0: Welcome to Psyched Tea. I'm your host, Johanna Moreno, licensed marriage and family therapist. Follow me as I chat with other mental health professionals and discuss therapy, pop culture, media, and everything in between, but with a psychoeducational twist. Welcome back to the second part of our two-part series, Signs of a Psycho and Sociopath. I am joined once again with the lovely Dr. Alma pozo Breen to discuss famous psychopaths. So if you have not heard the first episode, I would highly encourage you to go and listen to that, where we kind of break down what a psychopath is, what a sociopath is, and it's Diagnostic Criteria of Antisocial Personality Disorder, and then come back and rejoin us. So without further ado, let's get started. So let's get into the most famous psychopaths in history. So I I
1: went into Jennifer Rios' LMFT office, (laughs) and I said, hey, we're having a podcast on this, and it's kind of like, I'm kind of nervous about this podcast because it's a topic that It's just scary to me. And then we talked about the Jeffrey Dahmer that I couldn't start it, and she said she hadn't seen it, but she asked some good questions. Mm -hmm. She said, Alma, I was reading something. I don't know if there's any serial killers right now, like they were in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. I'm like, you know what? You're right, I haven't read anything. And she goes, why do you think that is? Or it was a book that she read, I'm not sure. But in that, the person discussing that said that because of technology today it's easier to find them however i did a research and i found that there's some serial killers now in 2022
0: yes so i think the most recent one is i don't know if they're calling him the bay area killer what is it they're calling him
1: i don't know but it's in stockton right yeah five slain in six months
0: yeah and they all fit um the same patterns, males, yeah. Hispanic males. Yes, which is mind blowing.
1: Mind blowing. Do you know that the U.S. leads in serial killing? Three thousand two hundred and four. I would thought a it would be year
0: more, or in, in like. I
1: think total. Maybe I read it wrong. It's, but even I if would, it
0: was a year, a year is a lot.
1: Yeah, but I thought it was in total.
0: That's still crazy.
1: That's still crazy, right? And that FBI esk- uh, estimates that between twenty five and fifty serial killers have never been caught and they're still out there.
0: I believe it,
1: one hundred percent. So, but where would they get those numbers?
0: All these killings that ha- are happening and they don't know who killed them. So the the one that I remember mm-hmm. is that old guy about a few years ago. Who they found just recently. He, I think he was killing in like the 70s, the 80s.
1: It was called the Long Island serial Is that what his killer? And he, it was also called the Craigslist killer.
0: He was like, it was 100 1960, years old.
1: 1966 to 2010. And what he did was he found the escorts on Craigslist.
0: There were escorts? Mm hmm. Maybe a, you're think, I think I'm thinking of the different one. Are you sure? Because this old dude, he was like 100 years old when he yeah. was captured. and
1: there was a picture of him.
0: Let me see a picture. Oh, you I didn't
1: it. do I was, uh, it was on my, on my uh, computer. But I was like, ooh. And he had long white hair? No. This guy had like, it was like. No,
0: t- this guy was bald.
1: Okay. Well, maybe
0: it was an old picture. Was it this dude? Oh, no. This is what I'm thinking <sighs> about. Okay, read it. On April 24th, 2018, the state of California charged 72-year-old D'Angelo with eight counts of first-degree murder based upon DNA evidence. Investigations had identified members of D'Angelo's family through forensic genealogy.
1: See, that's what Jennifer was saying. Yeah. The DNA is just so... So, I
0: I believe this dude was a serial rapist. (sighs) And... um,
1: So, who was he profiling?
0: He was a serial killer, serial rapist, and burglar, and a former police officer. Darn it. He committed at least 13 murders, 51 rapes, and 120 burglaries across California between 1974 and 1986. And how was he caught? D- through DNA. They had no, no, I
1: know that, but who? Was it a, a cop? Was it.
0: So they had saved um, his DNA from his previous um, rapes. They got the specimens and they saved them for forever and as the science progressed they decided to run his DNA through this genealogy program, I think it was like 23andMe they ran it through there and they were able to find matches of his relatives who were on the genealogy uh, website and they ended up investigating and they found him and that's how they were able to pinpoint his ass Whew. Poor girls. Yeah. Poor girls. Wow. So he was um, referred to what was, as... What the, was his name? The East Side Rapist. Ooh. Or East Area Rapist, I'm sorry. So
1: the East Area Raper. Yeah, no, no this was the Long Island guy. Interesting. Yeah.
0: So w- tell me a little bit about the Long Island guy.
1: Well, I just wrote a list of the names and the year and what they did. So the most recent was the Long Island, 1966 to 2010. It was also called The Craigslist Killer.
0: I think I remember that one. And then
1: after that was um, West Mesa Bone Collector. What? It was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, And they found between 2003 to 2009, he killed 11 prostitutes. And one of the prostitutes had an unborn child that he killed. And they were found in the desert. So all these bones wow. they found, and that's why they called the West Bone, the West Mesa Bone Collector.
0: Wow. Well, this dude, the uh, Joseph D'Angelo, he has a, a whole grip of names. He was called the Golden State Killer. Ooh. Um, he was actually the original night stalker before richard ramirez wow. um he was called the creek bed killer diamond knot killer east bay rapist east side rapist east area rapist i mean the list goes on goodness and then from 1975 to 1995 was the denver
1: prostitute killer he killed 17 women and girls
0: wow and it was along this
1: uh they called it the highway 70 killer i do remember reading that do you remember the zodiac killer remember yes reading he's actually
0: that? on my list as one of the most famous psychopaths yeah but it was between 60 and 70
1: 1960 and 1970 and it was only five people
0: only five people
1: yeah i just and, and he would shoot them
0: wait who the zodiac yeah is that correct so I have a little mini-biography. Okay, go for it. Like Jack the Ripper, mm. no one knows who the Zodiac Killer really is. Unlike Jack, though, the Zodiac, he did not seclude himself to the shadows. One reason that is his murders were so sensational was that he would frequently reach out to various media outlets... Teasing them with codes and riddles, the killer was active in the 60s and 70s, but there has been no trace of him since his final letter to the press in 1974. Even though psychologists never had the chance to examine him, his crimes showed the lack of empathy, just like a psychopath.
1: The one killer uh, that really, well, I think it's one killer, that really got to me was just because how eerie it was. And it was called the Jeffrey, the Jeff Davis Killer.
0: Oh, I don't know that one. Tell me about it. So this
1: happened in Louisiana. And it was along the Jeffrey Davis water area. It was like a swamp. And they found all these women. I didn't get the, I think maybe there was eight women. But they all knew each other. Or they were connected with... Calling the police, their informants. That's how eerie that was. What? So remember, you were talking about psychopaths being very manipulative and very calculating. Look at that. That person had to research, right, and find out. And they all lived close by with each other. It was just weird,
0: crazy. It could be one of our neighbors. It could have been.
1: Oh, there's Johanna. Oh, wait a minute. She knows Alma. Oh, wait a minute. She knows Jennifer Rios, LMFT. Oh, wait a minute. She knows Anendigo <laughs> Robledo, right? Oh, she knows Chelsea. Oh, you know? Yeah. You know, I know. That's crazy. That is crazy.
0: One of the ones that is on my list, which I think he he is a big influence on a lot of um, scary movies out there, is the infamous Ed Gain. Do you know Ed Gein? No. <gasps> what? No, I don't. Anna. I told you this. This stuff scares me. Oh my! God. If you talk to me about it. <laughs> oh Let no. me read it to you. Okay. Norman Bates from Psycho, Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs are three of the most iconic fictional horror characters of all time. They're all loosely based on one man, Ed Gain. Dun dun dun. No, it's dun dun dun. <laughs> Also known as the Butcher of Plainfield, Gain collected women's bodies throughout grave robbings and murders from around 1945 to 1957 when he was finally caught. He used a woman's remains to decorate his isolated Wisconsin farm to make various items of clothing. Gain passed away in 1984 in a mental institution. Meant they didn't give him the death penalty? in those days it didn't have it i'm sure they did have it i think they felt sorry for this old dude and they put him in a mental institution they didn't feel sorry for the victims love it but again this was in 1957 i'm being sarcastic when i say love it um i can't i
1: can't imagine that's somebody's kid you get what i'm saying so
0: when you say you don't know i'm like no i don't want to know i should yeah but ugh. Well, that's crazy. So, again, these movies Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Silence based of the on Lambs that? Are,
1: are. Oh, those, Silence of the Lamps, I remember seeing yeah, that. Yeah, so
0: not necessarily um, Hello Clarice, not him, but the guy the that. The guy who wore the, the Yeah, the people but he's wanted. Da- yeah, he's he was, dancing. He's dancing. Leather your body. Uh, Mark. Uh, that guy. Cool. You're scaring me right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, let's talk about the Dahmer thing. Okay, I'm let's dying. Go. I'm dying. So,
0: you st- have you seen the whole thing? I did. I did see the whole thing. Um, I know it. it's hard for some people. I, I can't.
1: Had- and I, I feel dark when I see it. Because when I watch the movies or mm-hmm. shows, I put myself in that place. That's what I do. Just like I do with my clients. I put as the main
0: character or as the victim?
1: Both. So, when I see the victim, like the 14-year-old child mm-hmm. on epi- uh, episode 2...
0: I don't remember what episode it was, but... It yeah. was the
1: first his first killing, and that... Well,
0: actually, his first killing was not the 14-year-old.
1: Oh, I thought it was. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I think he was, like, the second or third. But
1: anyways, go ahead. The the kid would just wanted... to, He just wanted money so he can... Ha- and he Support was, his family. Support his family. Yeah. Which I, you could feel that, right? Yeah. And then um, he asked him to drink the soda pop, and then... He blanked out and then he's trying to escape. And then he stopped by the person that lives in the apartment complex. Not to give it away, but that just killed me. The kid was trying to leave, and then the police police believed it. And they went into, if it's true, they went into the apartment. And Dahmer was, It's okay, you know, he's He's my my boyfriend." boyfriend. We said together jinx. But anyway, that just, I couldn't, I told my daughter, I I can't anymore. That's somebody's, that's somebody's kid. The mom was expecting her boy back. Yeah. And that's, I couldn't anymore. I was like, I'm done. I can't watch this And I think
0: you represent a lot of people out there who weren't able to, to go past the first or second episode. Because it is, it is heartbreaking. You have a better
1: stomach for it. I couldn't.
0: I do. And again, I guess it's the reason, I mean, to me, and I don't want to, I know people loved the show, and I just watched it because I was like, I need to kind of talk about it. Yeah. But to be honest, I got bored after the third episode. Because? I just, it was just too slow for me.
1: That That's true. I believe it was that. Very Especially the way he talks. I was like,
0: I guess I'm okay. <laughs> it was like, you I guess I'm okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was just too slow. But again, they were very, they were trying to really hard to portray i think what makes
1: me sad is my daughter was showing me tiktoks Mm -hmm. and people are wearing the wig like jeffrey dahmer's hair and they're glamorizing it she goes mom it's just a joke it's just fun and i'm like i don't see it that way because people died yeah somebody's kid died
0: no and i 100 percent agree
1: you know so it's not funny to me and she's laughing but she's also very young and the kids l- make light of it. Oh, come on! It's just
0: you're not the only one. I think there's a a lot. I've seen a lot of, um, like Instagram stories and Twitter accounts who say that they just couldn't deal with it. It was just too hard for them to watch to sit there and watch. It's how dark a human being can be, which makes me sad. Th- I think that's it.
1: And it's a, it.
0: Uh. To be completely honest, I think besides the fact that he murdered all these innocent people and um this this child i also kind of feel bad for dolmer why because his life wasn't easy and i'm not saying that that's a good reason for him to go and kill i i don't but i think in in our position and this is just me speaking i kind of sympathize with him because i mean his life was not easy his mother was that's right fucking crazy herself Her that's his, true. his dad was fucking crazy too they were so very the neutral part
1: so then i get pissed off at the parents
0: yes yes
1: and he was on oprah the dad and i was just like why are you having on oprah why would you do that to him and then parent, and then my husband and I were talking. Well, you can't blame the dad. I said, Yeah, I do blame yeah, the I dad.
0: Fucking blame him.
1: I mean, he, he should have been
0: a fucking father and been there for her yeah. for his son.
1: Yeah, and the mother too.
0: One hundred percent. So they
1: both. It, oh, but but I'm glad that she showed up for the court proceedings when he was, and they were both just looking somber. And I'm like, Oh, but you showed up for that.
0: Yeah. When it was too late. Yeah. They could have prevented all this, right? If they were there as children, just kind of like we talked about. Yeah, he has the a predisposition p- to be a psychopath. But if his environmental isn't that great, mm-hmm. who's going to steer him otherwise?
1: And um, there's an interview of him in Inside Edition, an old interview. Really? And she asked him, "Who? how did you become this way? He goes, well, I don't blame my parents. They're good people. They're good. They're good to me. Poor dude. Yeah i don't blame society i blame me so i have to give them credit for saying yeah. that i blame me i i i did it yeah yeah and
0: i agree to that That yeah i am gonna blame you however i'm also gonna blame your parents because they yeah. weren't there for you
1: no i agree neglect that makes serious sense. neglect i was kind of anti that but no you make sense
0: and that maybe that's just me no, but again no. the, the families no, right. that we do service we see this all the time that's true and they say "Well, fix my kid yeah, don't you get? Oh, here, fix him. Yeah, like, I don't want to do anything, but here, fix my kid. Yeah, what the fuck?
1: Or they don't even show up for for the sessions. Or yeah, you know they bring them in the first place, but then you have to remind them that either Department of Children and Family Services are involved. You know the court system; it's a court order. Yeah, so you and then have having
0: to tell them you have to
1: participate as well. This is your child. And that make it sad. That makes me angry when I have to do that.
0: But in that. So, it makes me sad. That makes me, yeah. It, it it hurts me to know that this one, he doesn't, again, going back, these sociopaths and psychopaths want to be loved. They want to give love. They just don't know how, right? So, he's trying to love his parents, right? But in a sense, his parents also have faults. If they would have nurtured him, you know, that nature versus nurture theory, if they would have nurtured him a little bit more, would he have been this... Psycho, psycho, psychopath. True,
1: and you're right. The genetic portion of it had his predisposition oh, yeah. for that. It could have been nurtured for something else.
0: Yeah, but because my dad
1: would have said, "Well, they—I was not nurtured. I was out poor." My dad would have said, "And I didn't become this yeah. or become that." And I'm like, "And
0: and that right. might be true." However, you weren't—you didn't have that genetic factor. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately. This this guy had and the genetic factor of being a antisocial, and that nurture that was never really given to him.
1: Mm.
0: So he was he was set to fail. Yeah. So I know we went on a ho crazy tangent, but going off, um, part of the reason psychopaths and serial killers like Jeffrey Dahmer captivated the world was because he appeared very polite and unassuming. According to the New York Times, he evaded police detection simply because they believed whatever excuse he fed them. Dahmer is most famous for being not just a killer, but a cannibal. When the authorities finally raided his home, they found human heads in the refrigerator. Dahmer was murdered in prison in 94.
1: Well, that it wasn't that funny. You just said what now? What did they find? Skulls. Skulls. Well, he was killed because they kicked the living yeah. crap out of him and it was his head. Yeah. So do you know why that happened? Do you know why he got killed in prison?
0: Yeah, because he killed the child.
1: Yes, I know. But because do you know what he killer. was doing in prison that a- that aggravated the prisoner?
0: Well, you have something to say. Say it. I'm going to say it. So I just
1: it. want to entice you and the listeners. So he's in the mess hall eating. Oh, he was fucking with them. So he's eating his chicken. He got the chicken bones, and he made a human out of a human, and he was antagonizing the prisoners with it. And they're just like, we're done.
0: Yeah, that was not in the movie, guys.
1: That was in the movie? That was in the interview?
0: Yeah, that wasn't in the... Um, in Inside Edition. But it was there, and
1: so I was like, what? Wow. And so then I started researching of the individual that... He's dead, but the individual that killed him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he said that in his interview.
0: Wow. See, I didn't know that. That was not part of the movie.
1: Yeah,
0: interesting. Really? I mean, yeah. No, it wasn't. The series. I wonder how they said he died. No, they they said how he died, but they didn't say the reason. I think the reasoning that they gave it in the Dahmer um, series on Netflix was that one of the inmates found out that he had, you know, sexually abusing and then killed a 14-year-old. And that pretty much set him off. And, and you don't do that in prison right I've heard oh no that. hell no when it comes to killing a child you're like we're done you're or done molesting a child yeah, or anything to do with a child isn't it something how prisoners
1: have some morals <laughs> right isn't it interesting where the, that's it the book stops here <laughs> right yeah i'll steal and kill you but uh, that that we're, we we don't do that
0: right is that interesting it is uh, i find it humorous some other ones charles manson
1: yeah sharon tate and charles yes. manson
0: yes we have ted bundy isn't that interesting he was
1: he wasn't bad looking i he was fucking ugly no he wasn't but in, back in the seventies, you know 70s. they did a netflix
0: series of this one too yeah i, I was bored with that one that guy what's his freaking name oh, the high my, school boi- musical my guy? boyfriend
1: guy he looks what? different now because his jaws all weirded out but I forgot his Zac name. Zac Efron. Zac There we go. He's, oh, he's so cute. We're
0: all in this together. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, him. We have the Richard Ramirez, the Nate mm. Stalker. Oh. <sighs> this one. Of course, I have to talk about this one. He's. <sighs> that was crazy. <sighs> so according to ThoughtsCatalogs.com. Ramirez's victims ranged in age from 9 to 83, and he did not have a particular preference for gender. He ravaged Los Angeles in the 80s with his brutal satanic killings simply because he was fascinated by it. That's not to say it had nothing to do with his upbringing, however. When he was just 11 years old, he witnessed his cousin murder his wife and was asked to participate in the cleanup afterwards. No wonder... So, do you know how he died? I think he died in prison. I know. Did they kill him? Because he killed. I don't remember kid. exactly how so he now died.
1: Gonna, now you need to send me. Now I need to find. I'm gonna out. have
0: to look it up, and I'll definitely send I it to you. I remember
1: watching that on the news.
0: I'll I'll definitely and put I a remember
1: link him. He had like a mullet too. type of mullet yeah. hair, and he just looked evil. Those beady eyes. Oh, it scared me yeah I'm gonna, and then I'm my mom would say te dije no te sales afuera she would say I told you don't go outside and I'd be like yeah okay.
0: that's fucking trippy but yeah. anyways and we have Jack the Ripper Ooh. so which is like one of the first serial killers yeah. in the 1800s mm-hmm. um, that we have the Boston Strangler oh, who is yeah. Albert DeSalvo. Yeah. Um we did talk a little bit about the Zodiac Killer Vlad the Impaler which was based on the 15th century Transylvania yes. ruler Uh, Yeah, This 15th century Transylvanian ruler is based for the Dracula myth. He didn't have bat wings, but he was extremely brutal and bloodthirsty. You like that? Uh, Yes. As his name suggests, he would often leave people impaled and put on displays outside his castle as they suffered a slow, painful death. It is estimated that he impaled roughly 20,000 people and killed a total of 80,000.
1: What's interesting about that one
0: is that he would put the stakes, right?
1: Yeah. And then put them on there and like he was just showcasing mm-hmm. them. And everybody knew it was him. It was like, well, there's there's well, the I mean, impaler. He a, yeah, he was what a was freaking ruler. Vladimir?
0: Vladimir Vlad-
1: uh, Impaler. He's strong like bull. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, we have Dennis Rader, aka the BTK killer. Oh, yeah. Um, Elizabeth Bathory, which I've actually never A heard of. Female? Her. There's two females on this list. Interesting. Let's discuss. Okay. Her name isn't up in lights like Bundy or Dahmer, but Elizabeth Bathory is history's most prolific female serial killer. She murdered at least 600 young girls, in an effort to retain her youth. After submitting them to torture, she would drink and bathe in the blood of her victims. Bathory was a Hungarian countess, and because of her social standing, she would never officially put on trial. Instead, she was under house arrest until her death in 1614.
1: That would be a good movie.
0: Think I wonder about if it. they ever did one.
1: Hello. Come to my house.
0: Seriously.
1: Drink some of this wine.
0: Oh. You have beautiful skin. I'm going yeah, to kill you. Yeah.
1: You're lovely.
0: Oh, no. You fainted.
1: <laughs> now I must bathe in your blood. Oh, oh God. Yeah. That would be she interesting. She didn't give a shit. She's a she psychopath. Didn't.
0: Yeah. Um, then we have David Berkowitz, a.k.a. Son of Sam. Oh, yeah. He was. Yeah. He was ugly
1: i remember that i would do he just looked like he looked like the butcher man he was just a big guy
0: i remember that he was very like
1: squarish yeah i just remember that He was in no hair on top i just remember that little
0: uh, Mm -hmm. uh. um we have albert fish who was a ferocious serial killer in the early six uh, 1900s i'm sorry like Dahmer, he would do many years later fisher cannibalized his victims Just don't get uh, What made him especially horrifying and depraved was the fact that he would send letters to his victims' families, describing in extreme detail the terrible things he did to their loved ones. That's evil right there. That's horrible. Then we have H. H. Holmes, which I saw the documentary on Hulu. Great. Send me that one. Let's talk about that. Do you know H.H. Holmes? No.
1: <gasps> talk to me <you> about it. <gasps>
0: So from the top of my head, um, he was a dude who owned, um, I don't know if it was like a hotel or like an apartment complex and it was right across the street where they would do the world fair. So he would rent out his apartment or his hotel or whatever he had, that building he had, he would rent him out, but he had built this hotel I'm gonna say hotel because I think it was a hotel he built this hotel it he had like secret passages within the walls so he would be able to walk through them and he would go to each person's room that he would rent out kill them and throw them through the the chute in the walls and he would take them to the basement where he would do like fucking weird experiments on them
1: that's another good movie for it's someone who doesn't even want the Dahmer one, that would be interesting to me. If they made it cr- nicely, that's I, so grotesque.
0: I'm sure they did. I mean, this guy, okay, With so.
1: class, yes.
0: H.H. H. Holmes. A classic killing, of course. <laughs> In the late 1800s, America's first serial killer appeared. He called himself H.H. H. Holmes, and he was a doctor as well as an architect of a huge Chicago hotel. There we go. That would later become known as the Murder Castle. He built the hotel for the very purpose of murdering and concealing his victims, constructing labyrinth passageways and top doors only he knew about he's not just fascinating because he was the first known serial killer in america but because he was such a methodical efficient psychopath Gee, Christmas. there's actual theory yeah that h.h H. holmes is really jack the ripper
1: i think that would yes no no, that's yes i could go on to this like no no that makes i've heard of that no no no. i've heard of that
0: so the theory goes that again dr berber was based in the 1800s and he was murdering a lot of theories believe that Jack the Ripper was a doctor because of the way he murdered these um, prostitutes. Right, they really were very precise. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, what makes it very interesting is that when the murders stopped in London, the murders about a month or two later, they started in the US. And that's about the time it took them to go across London to America by boat. Interesting. So it was about like a, a three month period where so there was no killing. So then what happened? So the theories suggest that Jack the Ripper is H.H. H. Holmes because Then when he
1: came to Chicago
0: and, started and he did
1: the killings. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh.
1: Dun, dun,
0: dun. So a lot of people believe that they're the same person because as soon as the murder stopped in London, a few months passed and then they started in America.
1: You heard it here, people. She figured it out.
0: Boom. Solved gosh and then our second female eileen warno you have to know who she is no have you ever seen the movie monster with a El- um, oh that's charlie's theron that is Eileen. well no
1: one talks about another killer
0: let me read her it's all right, let's
1: t- and i'll talk uh, in fact there's a song to the other one i'll sing it to you in a minute oh, go for really?
0: it okay mm-hmm. so eileen warno's several documentaries have been made about Eileen Warnows otherwise known as one of America's most famous female murderers. What made her such an intriguing figure was her eccentric, outgoing personality and the way she would sometimes admit her guilt and other times completely deny it. One moment, she was seen friendly, the next, vengeful. She was put to death in 2002 after murdering men she found on the highways while working as a prostitute. Wow. But, I mean, if you saw the movie Monsters... I, I have mean, to see it. I've heard about it. It's a great movie. She, Charlie, very... she got the Academy Award for that, didn't oh, yeah. she? Yeah. She I transformed... don't know if it was the Academy Award, but she won an, an award for her performance, Charlize okay. Theron.
1: Is it scary? Like, deadly scary?
0: <sighs> it's not scary. Well, to me, it's, it's just not brutal. scary.
1: It's probably brutal.
0: It's very brutal. Okay. The one scene that sticks to me is that... A, she was a prostitute that's how she made her living and there was an incident where she was fucking raved with a baseball bat
1: okay i can't see
0: it i can't uh-uh. so that's too great too uh. i think she ended up murdering that guy and that i would have i think sorry that, i would have sorry that's exactly what i told see, to Jennifer. i was to, like i would have fucking killed his ass too
1: but you have to ask that's when you say am i a serial killer because you think that but then how can you but, blame her
0: exactly so she started off as a self-defense and i think it just progressed to like i'm gonna kill all these fucking assholes because they're all evil so she was a
1: a vigilante then at that point there's a difference
0: but it was more like because of this guy now you're gonna gonna get it yeah that's saying you hurt me or you 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 hurt her to me she she was just more like i had a bad experience with this one dude so now you're it so would you call a person they if they're a serial killer that means
1: they have to keep doing it over and over right Not that they did it once, but they did a really graphic, horrible killing like Lizzie Borden
0: no so in order for you to be considered a serial killer there yeah. has to be a pattern to your serial means many okay, so one murdered would not confine as a serial killer I think in order for you to become a serial killer don't quote me I should look this up <laughs> isn't that interesting I people are listening
1: that she's coming up with the, how you become one is this way that's kind of <laughs> scary to me and you're in my house Johanna <laughs>
0: A serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more people. Okay, so in this case with Lizzie Borden. Well, she killed her she mother. She killed her mother and her dad yeah, with right, an but, axe. But
1: it was 40 wax. On,
0: <laughs> when she saw what Lizzie she had done, she Borden. killed her
1: mother. For, no, I'll see it to you.
0: Okay. Lizzie Borden
1: took the axe, killed her father, 40 wax.
0: Gave her father. Okay. okay thank you.
1: When she saw what she had done gave her mother 41 dun 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 yeah Yeah. spotify i have some tunes there (laughs) for you for only 9.99 but wait
0: there's there's more more. (laughs) (laughs) through this special offer you'll find me too um Uh, i think this is our way with
1: coping we make these little um, flippant flippant joints because this is hard to to listen Um, to it is you know it's hard when i'm seeing that i'm just imagining a mom. Being told by the police officer that <gasps> that's that's right. I, every time we talked, I'm like, oh my goodness. So I think we joke around, not to make light of it, but just because it's hard. That's a it's a, t- a tough subject.
0: It really is. Which sometimes I kind of feel like I'm crazy because. Maybe I'm just a history buff. I'm just going to say I'm a history buff because I That's enjoy watching yeah, stuff like this. I mean, I don't enjoy watching this stuff, but you it's know, I interesting. Think,
1: but no, but I got to say something. Mm-hmm. When we're talking and it's, you know, aside from podcasts, but we're just in our offices talking. I think we're just interested in the mind. And how does it become yes. this bad or <sighs> this? Why does it deviate this deviation? Right. It just becomes... It, it's sad actually and that
0: brings me up to that show on netflix mind hunters i love that
1: one <gasps> i saw it wasn't that great I love it. it was so analytical so theoretical so
0: i love it so for f- those of you who have not watched mm. it i would highly recommend mm-hmm. you guys watching it
1: it was entertaining it was good
0: i'm 80 percent sure it was based off how the fbi started conducting their own investigations on and just how they what did it created a psychopath and how or scientific it was yeah It was amazing. And the way to interview and profile. They started that. Yes. So, yeah, I love that. I wish they they have another season.
1: You'd be good at profiling.
0: I would love to do that. For the FBI. I would love to do that. But in order for you to be in the FBI, you have to do like this exercise thing. I'm in the FBI. I
1: can do it. I'm an idiot. Put it everywhere for me. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine?
0: I think we could do it. I don't think I can do the exercise thing. Do they really have, why do we have to exercise? Because in case somebody starts chasing after us, so we have to chase oh, honey, somebody. Oh, I
1: just said, I just do it. <laughs> just it. I can't. I can't do this anymore. I give up. You're right. I wouldn't
0: pass the test. But, yeah. I mean, again, there's... Well, this is a very
1: interesting topic. Um, my heart was beating fast when you were reading them.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no,
1: no, no. not, not It's fine. But it's just because, uh, again... It's this dark. They're, they're, it's dark, it is. and it's sad to me. It
0: and is. And I think,
1: um, to to the shows that are more scientifical, and they say scientifical. That's not a word. <laughs> but when they talk about um, in 1945, that's different to me because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a classroom. I'll still feel sad versus I'm in a story and I'm listening I, to I it. I get what you're saying. Then I'm I'm into it, and I'm just like, I can't. No. And so then I have to get out of it and watch something silly on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And I can't watch it at night because then I have bad dreams. I love watching these at night. No, 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 no. Another great one. The one I, I I always talk about is what signs of a psychopath on Discovery Plus. I don't have Discovery Plus. It's on the True. I don't have that. It's oh, True. Cable it's on something. cable or okay. Do you did you or like ID that or ID or whatever it's called? Did you like that? I freaking love. I think you can find some of these episodes on YouTube. Okay. Signs of a Psychopath is another great um, documentary-like episodes. Each, each case. So even though we're talking about it, uh, for those that are listening, this is
1: just for us to be aware of what's out there and for us to, to be mindful of when you're talking to people and not to glorify it or sens- sensationalize it, Thank but you. just to be aware of it. And I think... Yeah. Us trying to make light of it is just because we're reading all this and it, and it's hard, but it's uh, it's good to know that when we're we're even those that are students right now or practicum students or in cl- class, I think this is just informative. Just to have an open
0: discussion. Yeah, and um, even though it's scary, it, it is when you really start to think about like the 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 core things of the it, it is scary.
1: But it's good to be aware of it that yeah. it's out there. And that um, we can, if we have children or family members, we just psychoeducate them as well.
0: Yeah, 100%. Love your children, please. Mm -hmm. Please love your children. Yeah. Um, Nope, this was awesome. I I really enjoyed having this conversation with you. We should have brought
1: Jennifer LMFT. We should have.
0: Yeah, But thank you so much, Dr. Amel, for being here and thank talking you. with me about psychos it was and sociopaths. And thank you all to the listeners. Thank you so much. And this was psych Tea. Thank you so much for listening. The information provided in this podcast does not constitute therapeutic advice or replace mental health treatment and the relationship with your own therapist. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow Psyched Tea on Instagram for more content and to keep up with the tea.